I love it, I love it, I love it. Made in America, a man that works with his hands. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, sitting in for the Lee Brothers today. Thank you for being there, folks. And uh, and again, they asked me about doing that weather, and I said, yeah, it's cold, okay? So the weather's done, and uh, we uh, we hope you're safe in your driving. And uh, if you... You uh, just sit back and enjoy. We have a fantastic guest lined up for you here. As I was telling you earlier, we have Stephen E. Strang. And Stephen is an award-winning journalist, a successful businessman. He is the CEO of Charisma Media and founder of Charisma Magazine. And uh, Stephen was among a group of Christians uh, that uh, interviewed, uh, I guess they interviewed all the candidates and uh, interviewed Trump and liked Trump and uh, worked with Trump. And now we got the book, uh, God and Donald Trump. And uh, we want to say welcome to the program, sir, and thank you so much for being with us. Well, thank you and Happy New Year. And it's a privilege to be with you today. Uh, well, it's a privilege. Uh, it's, you know, it's a, it's a two-way street, sir, uh, honor and a privilege. And, uh, you know, we love... Uh, talking uh, to and about what I call the Christian Conservative uh, Constitutional Coalition, and uh, you certainly fit the mold. Well, thank you. And, you know, that's one of the reasons I wrote God and Donald Trump, because there is a spiritual aspect to what happened to this election, just as really there's a spiritual aspect to everything in life, Mm -hmm. uh, but people just don't always recognize it. But in the debate about Donald Trump and who he is and how he got into the White House, almost no one talks about where is the Lord in all this. Yet there were miracles that happened. I mean, people say his election was a miracle. Isn't a miracle from God? Yes. And God has used imperfect people throughout history. I mean, just look at the Bible. And I, I try to just make the reader think, is it possible that God was involved in raising up Donald Trump at a very critical time in our nation's history. Yeah, and and you know you you make such a great point about God uses imperfect people. I mean, does he have any other choice? <laughs> okay, I mean, Jesus says there's not one that's righteous, no, not one, but yet and still uh you know, the accuser of the brethren always wants to po- point at the slither in his brother's eye and ignore the plank in his own eye. And, uh, and I think you're absolutely right, sir, that, uh, but, well, for one thing, uh, without uh, God's providence, uh, you know, how does a rookie like Trump do it on his own? That's right. I mean, it's just absolutely unprecedented. And, you know, he is not a perfect person. In my book, I'm careful to make that clear. I'm not trying to whitewash Donald Trump. He's done a lot of things, um, you know, that are not very nice. And some people would even think some of his tweets today are not nice, but I just yeah. think they're direct and he's stirring things up. And I don't really put them into a character issue. Mm-hmm. But in the book, God and Donald Trump, I kind of document that over the last 10 to 15 years, something has happened in his life. He became much more serious. He also started watching Christian TV late at night. I mean, can mm-hmm. you believe it? And that led him to seek out some Christian leaders who actually became uh, began to kind of pray mentor with him, him and mentor him. Yes. Yes, exactly. But and doesn't today, that happen often uh, in late in life? You know, many people uh, will live a, live a life of uh, sensuality or, uh, or, or, or self-seeking, uh, what, what we would call the life of the flesh. 
and uh, and and then they have experiences uh, that lead them to see that that's all that's all vanity, and You're that right. they, and they also, seek they seek something deeper. Is this is really not uncommon? No, it's not, and especially as you get older and start thinking about you know not living very long and you know yes. what how is your life going to count and also mm-hmm. you know what what is the afterlife now i don't have personal knowledge of how donald trump grappled with that i don't really get into it in the book but i did interview him during the election it was a one-on-one interview he was very respectful he gave me thoughtful answers and I was already uh, for Trump at that point, although I was not originally for him. I was a Ted Cruz guy up until the yeah, time that me too. That Ted I, I started with Ted, and but at right at the moment when it was apparent that Trump was going to take this thing, it took me one split second to get on the Trump train. And I actually predicted that Trump would win it. Wrote an article, was hoping Cruz could pull it out, but I, I saw the nation as wanting a father figure that was strong. And while Cruz has strength, his his tactic was to portray himself what Republicans typically try to do as the nice guy, the Boy Scout. And uh, and Trump didn't go to do that. Trump just bulldozed his way through, uh, didn't care about being nice. I mean, even, you know, I would say he, he out and out lied on some folks, you know, lying Ted. He called um, uh, Carly Fiorina ugly. He called Ben Carson a pedophile. And uh, but, you know, he won the thing. And so now how do we reconcile that? And we've got uh, we're like one minute to break. How do we reconcile that with, uh, you know, God wanting Trump to be the, uh, you know, the guy to kick the door in? Well, Hillary Clinton wrote a book called What Happened? And my book answers the question. And that is that people were praying. Millions of people were praying about the country going in the wrong direction. What was how could God raise somebody up to be a leader that we needed? And, of course, with Hillary, there's so much corruption with the, the Clintons. There's no mm-hmm. telling what would have happened if she'd gotten elected. And I believe that God answered prayers by raising up a man that we didn't expect and somebody we don't even, not, didn't necessarily like and, and sometimes have trouble liking now. Yeah. But I now, believe that he raised him up like he did Winston Churchill in World War II. Okay. Can you hold for about five minutes on the other side? Yes, sir. Oh, we greatly appreciate it. All right, folks, we're going to be right back. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, in for the Lee Brothers. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers on WNTW, AM820, 97.7 FM, The Answer. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, sitting in for the Lee Brothers here as we do an interview here with Steve Strang, uh, who has written a fantastic book that we highly, highly uh, recommend. And uh, the book is God and Donald Trump. And uh, we really, really appreciate this, Stephen. And, uh, you know, we, we, we have a very short segment now before the bottom of the hour news break. So I want to get directly at the big news that uh, President Trump is making today. And un- unfortunately, as often happens, Republicans are fighting one another uh, much, much harder than most of them fight Democrats. And so here we have uh, Steve Bannon, Donald Trump, uh, 
What should Christians make of this, and how would you advise Christians to filter? Because we're going to hear a whole lot of back and forth before the truth settles out. Well, first of all, people can pray. You know, the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. And some of the things you're referring to are really principalities and powers. I personally believe that Donald Trump is shaking a lot of the things up because they need to be shaken up. He is not a perfect man. He's a human being like the rest of us. We need to pray for wisdom for this man, wisdom that he'll see the error of some of the tactics that he uses. But also, I would also encourage people to give him the benefit of the doubt. Look how many times people have said, okay, he's gone too far. It's over. He's mm-hmm. not going to win the nomination. He's not going to win the presidency. You know, What about the promises he's kept that we got like a minute before the news break? You want to just rattle off some of the promises he's kept? Well, number one, Neil Gorsuch on the Supreme Court, uh, the tax cuts, uh, recognizing Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of those things are huge. He's uh, rolled back regulatory, regulatory um, regulations that really hurt business. And all uh, of which benefits Christians, families, and Americans. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, sir, and God bless you. Much success with the book. Thank you. God uh, bless you. All right now. Well, all right, Richmond, we're going to take our bottom-of-the-hour news break. And remember, if you're waiting for me to give you the weather, it's cold.